my biz talk. Guys, I have an amazing entrepreneur here with me today, and I'm so pumped because I've been getting so many amazing questions on how to launch your business, how, how do you get your business to the next level? How, I mean, a million questions from my fans, and today I have someone that started in a tiny little booth and now has a gigantic company. And guess what, guys? She's super young. I'm gonna to introduce today. Her name is Carol Belleville, and she owns the company called Butte Beauty Co. And it's amazing. Carol, come on on here. We want to we want to hear everything you have to offer for our fans. Introduce yourself. Hi, Mariah. Thank you so much for having me. You're, you gave me quite the introduction, so it's kind of hard to follow you always. <laughs> um, but as Mariah said, my name is Carol Belville. I am the founder of Butte. Um, we are a beauty company that focuses on products and customer service that makes you feel beautiful. And we really just care about the person and we care about who we're serving that day. That's, that's how we start every single day. So yeah, that's, that's about me. Go girl. You go girl. So I love, like I said, I love having entrepreneurs on here because it's always awesome to hear everybody's story on how they started. I want to ask you, how did you come up with this awesome idea? How did you come up? Yes. Great question. So every entrepreneur's story is different. It really is. And every step along the way is different. And for me, it started over 10 years ago. Um, now that I'm this age, which you said I was young, thank you. But yeah, about 10 years ago, I started working in the beauty industry with my sister. And I was there supporting her and um, you know helping her reach her goals. And I was still in college at the time, but a big thing that I took away from that moment was how much I loved the energy and how much I loved making women feel beautiful. Um, that's a passion of mine is touching people's hearts, you know, um, changing things from the inside out. So as the story moved along, I was an executive assistant for years. And while I was in that role, I did a great job, but I did not have the passion. So I sat, you know, for days during like a holiday break and just brainstormed and idea generated and said, you know what, I know what I love and I, I love the beauty industry and I love making people feel beautiful um, from the inside out. So that is when I decided I'm going to start a brand. And I did that. Um, I was working full time while I did that for a year. I would work nonstop 24 seven, you know, um, but I knew that I had a vision and I knew I had a goal and I knew that I could do it. So yeah. <laughs> As you see, she has fire in her soul. I love it. You guys, you know, when I first started my company, I had no idea what a brand was. I didn't. When I had to come up with my brand name, I'm like, how do, how do I even come up with a brand? I didn't even know that. So I always ask everybody because everybody asks me, how did you come out? You know, like, how did you even think of the, your brand how, to name it? What did you do? Yeah. So one of my one of my favorite things to do first of all is idea generate so one of my little idea generating sessions that i had i would literally just start writing things down and most entrepreneurs or idea generators you know exactly what i'm talking about you read or you hear something inspiring and then you just start going and uh from one of my favorite movies of all time i'm sure it's most people's uh holiday classic favorite 
is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And whenever I think of this saying that he says, it just brings me joy. Um, and it was Clark talking to his brother-in-law, Cousin Nettie, um, or his cousin, whatever. And he said to him, Clark, what a beauty it sounds. I love what, how it feels, you know? Um, you know, for me, I say words like that all the time, not even knowing it, you know? calling, saying, oh, dollar, oh my gosh, that's so, that's such a beaut, oh, how cute, you know, um, and so I went there with the name, and then to describe the feeling and of the brand, for me, it was, how do I feel, who am I, I'm kind of fun, I'm kind of, you know, silly, lighthearted, um, but I have a, a little bit of a, you know, sophisticated side to me, so, um, you know, for the font and everything, I took the more sophisticated side. And then when it comes to the colors and the prints, I went more of my silly fun side. And I really wanted to showcase who I am through the products. So that was, that's how we did it. <laughs> I love your brand name, Butte, Butte Beauty Co. I love it. It's uh, pretty awesome. Congratulations. I'm really happy Thanks. for you. Now you guys see how young she is, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to oh. ask you this, and I'm going to go there. I know you started, you know, working in this adventure, you know, 10 years ago, but, you know, it's, it's tough being so young, you know, to start a business. So, you know, how did you raise money for your adventure? I mean, I have to ask you that. Yeah, I think it's a great question and it's fair because um, I've had another person ask me this before, someone that wanted to become, you know, an entrepreneur as well, start their own business. And, you know, for me, I was an executive assistant. It's really, I mean, it's a good paying job, but it's um, usually not enough to set aside when I had only been working, you know, as an assistant for four or five years. But what I did was I started um, selling another product that before I started selling mine while I was saving up to place my first small order. So it was really, I just had such determination and I said, okay, this is, I'm gonna have a side hustle and every single dollar of my side hustle for the next six to eight months is going into a savings and I'm using all of that to book my first trade show and um, to book my, um, to get my products in, to finalize my products. And I did, I did everything, you know, solo and I did everything with a budget in mind. And it just brought me back to those college days of really just figuring out how can I have the best results uh, with the least amount of funds and, you know, kind of the fake it till you make it uh, feeling is how I went about it. And it wasn't until I've had no funding until about literally, I want to say two weeks ago <laughs> was the first time I ever had to get funding um, because I hustled, you know, I hustled and trade shows and just kept building, building, building. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I remember my first trade show. I ended up um, saving when I, I really wanted to do New York, the New York um, accessory show. And when I called and I asked how much, you know, the booth was, it was like, I think it was like $8,000. And I didn't have that money. I didn't have that money. So I had to work a long, long time to get that funds. And, you know, I, I asked these questions because when you want something, you're going to be so driven to do it. And you obviously were really driven and motivated to do it. So congratulations on that. Do you remember, you know, like 
what was your first trade show cost? Because people ask these questions. People think like, oh, it's only two hundred dollars. Tell them how much was your first trade show cost? How much? Yeah. Was <laughs> so in those couple months where I was um, selling another product, I had done a couple. I guess you could call them. It's not a trade show. It's kind of a trade show. It's a bridal show. So I did a couple of these bridal shows, and I talked to the. Um, the exhibitor sales rep, I talked him down from $925 to $250. And I did about three or four of those um, to save up to do a big one. And so the first big one I did was, I want to say $3,200, um, which I feel like is pretty much the average. And I had to put, I had to put it on a credit card. I had saved up, you know, enough money from those three tiny shows to buy a little bit of product, but there's still a lot of costs. Mm -hmm. And for me, I just, I wasn't scared. I wasn't worried about putting it on my card because I knew, I knew I was going in there and I knew that I was going to work my butt off. I was going to sell every single thing I had. I was going to make people walk out of there feeling amazing. And I had confidence, you know, you really, you have to go with that. You just have to go with your gut. And if you give it everything you have, you're going to succeed. Um, there's no, to me, that's, that's the formula. You know, I, I feel like, you know, they say, Oh, well, what make, Oh, they have it or they could do it. And I, I couldn't. And, um, for me, you have to trust not knowing the right way. You have to go your way and your way might be better than, you know, what somebody else tells you or what you, you know, thought was the right way to, to go. Yeah. You know, it, I have to say something like, yeah, you were lucky that you got the money that you paid for your, you know, from your credit card to the, to that booth. You know, not everyone that goes into, you know, the trade show, you know, are going to, you know, succeed in it. it, it I, I've done hundreds of trade shows and unfortunately there's some that you get back your money and there's some that there's no traffic and you're like, Oh my God. But you have to go with a mind that you're like, you know what, this is how much I'm investing in this booth and pray to God, it's going to be successful. And there's some days yeah. that are not going to be successful and you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared for those, you know, days that you're not going to be able to pay that credit card because I've had several of them that I'm like, all right, we spent all this money, but there was zero in return. And I ended up, you know, obviously had to put money out of my, you know, extra from my, my own savings to like survive, you know, from, you know, those not so great shows, you know, not every time is positive, but sometimes there are very positive and I'm sure you've had some awesome and some not so awesome shows, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and the better ones uh, definitely outweigh the not so good ones because really those not so good ones, monetary wise, teach you a lot. I'll tell you that. Taught mm -hmm. me a lot of patience mm -hmm. for sure. Amen. <laughs> so, you know, for me, my number one priority is my customers. I live and die for my customers. Without my customers, obviously both of us will not grow. And I try my hardest to always, you know, um, have a lot of communication with my customers. And I ask a lot of people, you know, especially you, like, you know, how do you build a successful customer base? Yeah, so I agree with you 100% um, with having your customer first. You know, to me, my customer, 
I'm really there to serve them. Um, I'm not there to, you know, just sell them something. I'm not there to do anything else but serve them and give them love. So for me, that starts, you know, for me from the trade show to now, um, that whole process. When I meet someone, I want to address their needs. I want to address their concerns about things. And I want to be there as a resource for them and to love on them. Um, and that starts at the trade shows by getting, not only just getting the contacts, but leaving a good impression on people. Um, I feel like that's been a huge thing for me is I'll have customers that will refer me to other people. They'll say, check out this product, it's so good. And they'll literally introduce me via Facebook or text or phone call or email. And it makes me feel swell up with pride really because I'm like, wow, I must have really left an impression on them because they're choosing me. They chose me over so many other br bigger brands. And wow, it just feels like such an honor. And so for me, if you go with that principle of how can you serve them? How can you um, love on them? and do your best with that, give them the best service and the best experience, then you're going to do well. You know, they come for you. They don't come for the brand and just for the product. They come for you and the way that you make them feel. Absolutely. I'm so proud of you. You know, I remember um, the first trade show um, that I met her in. She had a 10 by 10 booth, which she caters to hairstylists, salon owners, spas, and everything. I'm sure boutiques too. And she has little by little guys from the bottom all the way to the top, slowly, you know, have been controlling her growth to where she is right now. I, I'm so proud of her because I want you to tell, tell everybody who you just did an awesome collaboration with. And this is huge guys, you know, patience does a lot of good. Go to tell them. Yes, thank you so much. Um, patience and hard work. Let me tell you, those are the two things you have to have is just, you have to have patience and you have to work hard every single day. Um, and before I tell you about who it was, I'll tell you really just a quick how I met them. I met them a year, the customer that I have now, I met them a year ago at another trade show. I had met the owner and introduce myself to him. He came up. Um, he has a makeup and beauty subscription box. And he said, you know, I'd love to have something in there. And at the time, my price was so high, I couldn't even imagine. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to work. And I had reached out to him a couple times and, you know, I had it heard back. And then um, I met two of his associates at another trade show. And they came over and it was like fate. It was like, wow, now that I'm ready, now that I'm more experienced, you know, now that I know how to have that conversation. And, um, I had really just launched like my big product with my brand and it was the perfect timing. So it was almost a year later when I finally had reconnected. And then a month after that, I closed one of my first deals with them. Um, and now, uh, we are going to be in, 200,000 boxes with BoxyCharm. So our product is going to be in the hands of so many people. So I'm so excited because I know it's going to bring them joy. I know they're going to open it up and use it and they're going to feel good. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You know, patience and hard work gets you yeah. where you are. I tell everyone that I do class 
classes with or consulting is if you want something, I always say this, like, a, like you have to look straightforward, kind of like a horse. I use this phrase yes. all the time with those blinders. And if you want something, you have to go with it and go in with the, with the fight. And you did that. I mean, that's a huge deal, you know, to be at BoxyCharm and to have those many units, guys, that's a lot. So guys, take you. Notes. Take some notes. <laughs> this is another question that a lot of people ask me. They're like, Mariah, it's like, you know, you have a business and I see you working all the time. And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> you have a business. You work seven days a week, nonstop. And people don't believe me. And I'm going to ask you that question. How many hours or how many days a week do you work? Come on, <laughs> tell me. Tell everybody. Oh, girl, that is a great, great question because really it's become my life um you know for me it's my passion it's something that i get excited about waking up to and i don't want to go to sleep because i want to keep working because i'm passionate about it and it's crazy because i never thought that i would be that person you know when i was working as an assistant in that industry you know i thought that's my job i'm going to do my job and do a good job and then i come home you know that's not my life but now that I love my business, and also because I'm a solopreneur, um, I, do, I do it on my own. So I, yes, there's times where I take an afternoon off or where I go and have a you know, beach day with my friends in the city. But for me, I, I have such passion. I want to do it, you know, and I have goals. Every day I set goals and weeks and months, and there's just always more to do. There's always, there's always more to do, and I love it. So when you love it, it doesn't feel like work. You're not working 24 seven. You're living 24 seven. Yeah. That's what I tell everybody. And everybody's like, you're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> like, I love what I do. Therefore it's not work, right? It's not work. I love everything that I have to do with my company. So yeah, I, that's what I do. You know, and I've had a lot of questions also like, you know, you have a business and obviously, you know, it's, it goes like this, it ups and downs and all arounds. And Ooh. you get to make a lot of mistakes, you know, but you get to correct them sometimes. And sometimes you can't correct them because they're just like, oh, this money just went, right? So I want to ask you, what are some mistakes you wish you would avoid it with your business? You know, that's a great question because as an entrepreneur, you're going to go through that cycle of, you know, you go from feeling like you're number one, like you just kicked butt and you're awesome to, oh my gosh, this is a tragedy. What, what am I going to do? How do I move on from this? And, you know, for me, the biggest thing I've learned in these mistakes is that they're huge, huge ways to learn. So if you can, um, every mistake I make, I figure out what, what, how did I fix that? And then in my brain, you know, it says, okay, you're not going to do that again. So, for me, being patient and taking the time, you know, sometimes, say with a contract, um, one of my mistakes was, you know, I kind of glanced over a contract. It's like 30 pages. You're, you don't know. You're just, you just say, okay, yeah, this is just like when I get my apartment or, you know, sign for the bank and it's not, you know, now that I'm a brand, um, there's so much legal jargon in there that you might not understand. And the first time around, I just signed it, you know, I read through it, but didn't read everything in detail and didn't fully understand everything. And 
I actually spoke with you. I don't know if you remember this, Mariah, but I was sitting down for dinner with you and your husband, and I was sharing with you about that, just the experience. And you said, oh, no, girl, you got to read everything. And if you don't understand something, you got to figure out what it means. And that's a huge lesson for me, not just with a contract, but with everything. You know, if you don't understand exactly what your customer is having an issue with, then how are you going to fix it and be better? You know, if you don't understand what's in that contract, how are you going to fulfill it to your best and do your best? Um, you know, so for me, the mistakes have been huge, huge lessons um, for me that have helped me succeed in the long run. Great. Because... Yeah. And, and if you guys do not understand the contract, the number one thing, especially if you have a business and it's successful, you need a lawyer. Like you need the lawyer to review all of the contract because if it's one day, you know, you start on your kitchen table, kind of like me and little by little, you end up getting approached by major retailers or major, you know, distributors. And if you don't read that contract, you could go under. You know, if you don't read or don't understand those contracts. So contracts with a lawyer, I'm telling you, you, you need a lawyer. Number one thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll just big contracts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> tell you a fun note on that. If you, you know, I know it scares people. You know, when I, when Mariah told me that I was scared, I said, oh, a lawyer, I can't afford to hire a lawyer. Um, guess what? Technology is amazing. And there's companies like LegalZoom where, which is where I went and I said, you know, hey, I have a 15 minute question. I need, you know, someone to review a contract. Can you price me just for that? And they have so many things out there. So when you are feeling nervous about something, Google it. I mean, you're sitting there worrying about something that thinking, oh, I'm going to, I don't have 10,000 to spend on a lawyer. Well, if you would just Google and find other options, you'll know that there's literally an answer for everything. There's a fit for everybody. Well, I, I'm, I, thank you. That was number one thing that you said. I love that legal zoom guys. Yeah. It's not that expensive. Yes. At least to start off with, it's perfect. Oh. Little by little when, you know, money ends up coming to your table, then you get yourself a better and better. Lawyer, right. But, um, yeah, that legal zoom. Thank you for that. Yes. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of people, um, viewing us that, you know, are entrepreneurs already um, and I have some students also that are following and you know every everybody likes to hear you know like advice right I, I what advice would you give someone that is you know like that wants to start a business or or wants to take their business to the next level yeah so that's a great question and I think there's two sides for me um, number one of them is something that I always struggled with was asking questions in situations like in school, um, even in like all the way to college. Like I've always, I didn't want to sound like I didn't know something, you know, I wanted to appear, you know, that I was educated, that I, you know, was well-spoken and something that I had, you got to break those chains if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, because you have to, you have to know that you don't know everything and that you're going to learn new things every day, which a new entrepreneur like me, I mean, I feel like an entrepreneur that's been doing it for a while, like Mariah, she's experienced, she probably still has those days where she's, oh my gosh, what's going on? I got to learn a new way. So definitely if you want to be successful as an entrepreneur, you have to immerse yourself in learning. So asking questions, um, continuous education, idea generating. I mean, I listen to so many podcasts. I 
watch so many recorded videos on YouTube of entrepreneurs and inspirational people like, you know, Tony Robbins. And um, just to, to understand myself more, to understand business more, to understand how to do things better. So I definitely feel like learning, asking questions, continually educating yourself, and then working hard. You know, you have to every single day be determined and there's days you're going to wake up, you're going to feel tired or you're just going to want to relax or just shut things off, but you've got to push through it. And when you push through it, you're going to come through and it's going to feel so good. Um, every day I feel so accomplished at the end of the day, like, wow, like, yeah, there's still a lot I have to do tomorrow, but look what you did. Like, wow, you're, you're a rock star, you know? And, um, the hard things too, you just, you get through it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, I have a, uh, more questions, obviously. Um, I, you know, it's everybody, you know, like I get asked a lot, how do you pick your employees and in how, you know, how do you manage them and how are you a good leader? I get all these questions all the time. And, you know, being a, in, uh, a business owner is, is very difficult, right? And hiring the right people, especially for different areas, because I have different areas in my business, you know, I have for trade shows, I have for office, I have for this, how I'm going to ask you, I know how I do it, but how do you hire the right people for your business? What is one thing that you're looking for? Yeah, definitely. So uh, when I started hiring people for my business was when I was doing my first you know, after a couple trade shows, when I went to go do the bigger trade show, I'm like, all right, there's going to be like 50,000 people here. I need some support. I need to get some other girls in here. So I would literally, I posted on Facebook. I posted on Indeed. I posted on LinkedIn. I started going to LinkedIn and searching for, um, you know, for employees, potential employees, candidates. And what I was looking for was I said, okay, what has gotten me to be more outgoing in my life? What roles and what kind of um, personality traits? And so I started looking at people that had been in real estate or bartending um, or, you know, hairdressers, things like that, because you're good with people. And I knew that I wanted someone that was outgoing, that would knows how to love on you and is not afraid to, um, not afraid to, be in those kind of situations and interactions that you are at the trade shows, you know, like you're going to, people are going to ask you questions. You don't know. People are going to say nice things. They're going to say mean things. And I wanted someone that had a spirit of, um, of joy that wasn't going to let those kind of things bring her down. And, um, that was going to work through it. And that would represent me the way that I would re represent myself, you know? So, um, having someone that had that same kind of spirit and, and love for making people feel good and being able to handle these scenarios. Cause as you know, those trade shows, I mean, it's like eight to 10 hours of nonstop and you never know what you're going to get. So mm -hmm. I know that I'm going to be busy with clients. So I know that I need my girls to feel confident and, and you know, that they can handle it and do it on their own. So confidence and just a joy and essence of, you know, wanting to work hard. Is really what I love it. You know, I'm going to give one advice, you know, to everyone watching. I am very, very big in energy. I'm very big in energy. And I've learned from my mistakes in my business to hire people with good energy, with good energy and positivity. Because when you hire, and, and it's hard to like, to find those kind of people, it, you, 
you don't want toxic people in your business because that will bring your business down and it'll bring your employees down. I had that incident in my past where I hired, you know, you know, pretty awesome salespeople. They're awesome, but they were not good with my employees. Like it was a toxic environment. And I said to myself that I will never have that kind of environment in my business or for my business. And I try to always find people with good energy, good intentions, hardworking and hungry to get to the next level, but good. Energy is contagious guys. So if you having a bad day, stay home. You know, that's what I tell my employees. If you're having a bad day, if you don't feel good, just stay home. I cannot have that in my environment. I just want, like I said, your business will never get to the next level if not everyone is not in the same level. So energy is really important. Absolutely. So I, I love, you know, I, I never thought of real, realtors and bartenders and this and that. I'm like, you know what? She is really good because especially when you are in a trade show, you want that energy because obviously bartenders know how to mix a drink and how to talk to the customer, you know, to yeah. their, to their customers. Number one, they're, they want to get tips because that's what they work on. Right. So they have that conversation, you know, with the people and having them at a trade show. Good idea. I mean, and hairstylists, <laughs> that's all they do. You know, that anyone that works in retail and has to work really hard for the end, you know, result is I, I never thought of that but thank you for that tip I love that you know yeah that's so, a great <laughs> so you know I, I love you know and we're gonna get to the the products that she has guys they're awesome that's I'm gonna save that till the end but I want to ask you how do you generate new ideas for your business yeah, so I would say that idea generating is honestly my favorite hobby. I kind of get lost in it sometimes throughout the day. Um, I always allow myself time for you know self um, education, and I think it's so so important. And usually that's when I start idea generating. You know, an idea will come to my head because I'm thinking more clearly about a situation or thinking more clearly about myself. Um, so I love pen and paper. That is my number one thing. I'm just always with my notebooks and my pens. I literally have them next to my couch, next to my bed, in my purse. So if I'm in the car and I'm at Target and I see something like a, a cute purse that inspires me and I'm like, ooh, I love that color or that pattern. I, I want to put that on. I want to put something like that, that essence on my box kits or, you know, one of my labels. And I just, you're always... I'm always thinking about my business. So for me, idea generating just happens all day. Um, I'm constantly thinking about like when I'm using products that I love, how can I make this better? Or what does, what do I need? You know, what is something that me and my friends are talking about? You know, like you're always going to have these conversations and for, if you're not an entrepreneur, you're not, you know, if you don't have that mindset, you know, you'll just look at it as a conversation. But when you're an entrepreneur, you your idea generating during that conversation. You're like, wow, like, tell me more about that. Tell me more about, you know, what's going on with your skin. Why you're, a, why you're so sad. Like what, how can, how can we make that better? You know? And then, and you're just, you're just sitting there. You've got a whole thing drawn up in your mind and you're, you, you're so excited to put it on pen and paper and start researching. So for me, I'm idea generating all the time. Everything inspires me. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. So the next question is, you know, what motivates you? Because this is pretty cool. So I, I want to hear more about this motivation. Yeah. So I, I'm motivated by so many um, people and you know, you're obviously, you're someone that's motivated me since the day that I met you, you know, I, I see your passion and your hard work and, you know, your love for helping people, you know, you really do like it, it's, it's such a passion that you have that, um, it motivates me because I, I always, I want to have more of that essence about myself, you know, um, you're out there doing it, you know, and I think what motivates me is knowing that one day I can, I can go and I can teach and I can go and I can host that podcast and I can go and be on stage teaching other people about how I got here and um, success motivates me. You know, when I see brands and people doing it, I'm like, wow, I know I could do this too. I know that, you know, God's given me the gift of faith and I'm going to, and hard work and I'm going to give it everything I've got. So I'm motivated by people and I'm motivated by, you know, myself, what God's put inside me. Like, I know that I have something there. I'm motivated to make that happen. I'm motivated to reach my goals. You, you know, beautiful. <laughs> soul. I love you. You are so awesome. I love uh -oh. your motivation guys. She, she's one of the most hardest workers that I know. She's been hustling like nonstop. And I wanted to have her on here because she's someone you guys need to know about her brand and how she hustles. And if you want to like ever have any questions, please DM her. I'm going to put her information right here because, you know, she's someone that, you know, people need to know and be around and, and learn from, you know, all the products that she has. Guys, look at one of the products. Oh, let me turn this on. Look at one of the products that she has. This is pretty awesome. Do you guys know what this is? Come on, Carol, tell them what this is. This yes. Is oh my gosh, I just love her. How's that feel, girl? You feel that little, those little prickles? Oh, I feel it. Oh yeah, but I put it on makeup, so I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this too much, but this is awesome. You guys want, tell them, what is it? Tell them what that is, because I will start telling them. Yes, this is our micro roller. Um, it's a micro roller with red light therapy um, and vibration. So what it's doing is it's going into the skin, um, breaking in there and creating new collagen. So basically your brain is thinking that you're having an injury, that you got a cut. So it's these tiny little cuts all around the skin and then new skin regrows and it makes your skin look more supple. Um, it takes away a lot of that. You know, I had acne scars. I had sunspots. Um, you know, I was always in the tanning beds and this removes all of that. It fades it. So you use this in concert with a serum and our serums are amazing. We have a really beautiful, highly concentrated. Oh, here she's got one. Look at guys. I use this all the time and look at, look at my face. I am 44 years old and I don't have any wrinkles to this stuff. Yeah, that is literally, that is just gold. That is, it's just amazing. So um, our micro roller, first you micro roller, then you're going to put the serum. And I actually, Mariah, you have not seen this new serum. And I just said, oh, it's gold. 24 karat gold. This is our new serum. It's so good. Um, it's perfect for lightening anything, lightening the scars, lightening any sunspots, lightening, um, you know, any discoloration on the face and then plumping. So after you micro needle, you're putting a serum in there and it's absorbing it, you know, 200% more than if you were to have just put 
a serum or a cream on your freshly washed skin because it's basically exfoliation to the 100th, if you feel me. <laughs> I want to ask you, how many times a week can you do this? Or is it a month? Or how, how many times can people use this? Yeah, so it's not as invasive as if you were to go get a microneedling treatment, um, you know, with your dermatologist or your esthetician. So this is not going to penetrate the skin as deep. So you could really do it every day if you wanted to. Um, I suggest, and most people, most clients do it like three times a week. Um, and you just do it for like two minutes. It's literally something you do right before bed. Um, don't let it scare you because there's needles. It's so good for your skin. Your skin's going to love you for it. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Now, we're not done yet, guys. Um, so <laughs> the time that I met her, okay, the time that I met her, she had the best teeth whitening. Yes, guys, teeth whitening. Come on, show them what you got. Show them the yeah. box and the stuff that goes inside. We did a photo shoot and we had one of our models um, put them on while we were getting her ready and her teeth were awesome. Show them. Yes. Yeah, so this is our teeth whitening kit. Um, like I said, things are always inspiring me. And I guarantee you one day I was out in the world and I saw some flowers and I said, that's it. I'm putting it on a kit. So <laughs> this is our teeth whitening kit. It's an LED device that plugs into your phone. So it works off of your iPhone, Android, or USB. So you can literally, you just plug it right in. I'll plug it into my iPod. And it's going to turn on that blue light. And then our whitening gel come in these little pens. And the great thing about our serum is that you're not gonna get sensitivity. So the reason why I you know, am so passionate about this product is that I used to get such sensitive teeth from using over-the-counter products, you know, like strips and toothpaste and all different kinds of stuff, just over-whiten my teeth. So I wanted to create a serum that wasn't going to make the teeth sensitive and wasn't gonna thin the enamel. So I put the serum in these cute little pens, that way you'll twist it, and then you just paint it with the bristles directly on your tooth, so you're not sinking your whole tooth in a peroxide. So you just paint it on, put that guard in, and you whiten for 15 minutes. It's gonna get about two, three shades lighter in that one session. I love it, I'm obsessed with it, guys. You guys need to get it. So I'm gonna say, a lot of people that are watching me are boutique owners, salon owners, stylists, even students. Guys, do you know that you could resell this in your stores? Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that information yes. right here. Right here. So definitely make sure to get in contact with her and her company. And I want to say, Carol, thank you for being on. You are a delight. You're an inspiration for a lot of people. And I definitely needed to have you on this podcast to share your, your knowledge, your experience, and your journey, most important. I want to say thank you, Carol, for being on here. And thank you all for watching. Thank you so much for having us. This has been amazing. And I'm so grateful to be here with you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.